everybody. Welcome back to Pour the Tea Podcast. I am Tess. And I'm Mel. And we're so happy to have you guys back. We are on the final episode. We are closing out Love on the Spectrum, season one of U.S. It is Mm -hmm. bittersweet. This has been such a wonderful palate cleanser from Love is Blind, and it's a great break compared to the next episode or the next series that we're about to do. It's been such a wonderful show. And I I hate to see it end, but like all good things, we must come to a close. And that is where we are at today. We start off the episode, we're back with Danny, and she's at her speed dating event. And the next guy we meet, apart from John and Mark, are her first two options. We meet Adon, A-D-A-N, he spells it for us. She asks him if he knows what autism is, and he does, and he actually tells her that he has autism as well. Mm-hmm. His dad told him when he was five, and it took him a long time to be able to really fully understand what that means and what that looks like for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Luckily for Danny, Adon is studying graphics and animation in college, which, hello, ding, 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 all the lights are pointing Perfect. to him, right? We're getting all commonalities here. He's into, gra- into animation and graphics. He understands when it comes to autism. They start talking about the characters that they've created, and they are both in their element. He's mm-hmm. going, she's got some character, and she does like this high-pitched voice. I can't remember the character's name. I didn't catch it. They were talking so fast. And that's right. when you know that they're really into something when they're talking really, really fast because they're really mm-hmm. passionate about it. He's talking about his character that he's created. You can just see the walls start to come down as they're more and more comfortable talking about these and they're just opening up. They're laughing with each other. And he, in fact, they don't even realize that the lady's coming over to tell them like, hey, I think we, it's time. We've got to wrap it up. And he's still right. talking and Danny even says, okay, bye. And he's like, okay, bye. Yeah. The poor guy, he just wanted to keep talking about his character, but I'm just thinking in my head, like, save that and let this be another, like, continue this conversation for your second date. Absolutely. Yeah. So we come to our last guy. His name is Clint. It's it's going to be a no-go for me. In the words of Randy, whatever his name is from American Idol, it's a no-go, bro. Dog. <laughs> it's... He, he, while he's a PTA, hey, holler, PTA, physical therapist assistant. I just kind of got perturbed because he did not know much about autism. Mm-hmm. He had to have learned that in school. Sure. I, I'm sorry. You work with the community. You need to know these things. There's no excuse. Or you do should you know think these that things. he was disinterested when, like, the second she asked him that? Do you think that maybe that could have been a possibility where he was just kind of playing dumb to shut down the conversation to not have to entertain that thought anymore? I don't know, because he says, well, it looks like you've been successful in that. It's not a job. Mm. Yeah. Do you know like, what I mean? It's It was kind of like, of all people in the medical field who works with the public, who works with all kinds of different, well, you know, walk, you know, different walks people. Of life, yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. All walks of life. There's not an excuse in which you don't understand. You may not fully understand how people present, but you should have a baseline. Right. And that's why I was like, okay, ring the bell. The five minutes is over. This is not going to be a bonding. He's not going to be into animation. He's mm-hmm. never been in, he's never been to the comic con like she wants. It's a no go. Right. Sayonara, the date Clint. ends. Yeah. Bye. See ya. I'm sure you're meant for somebody. 
I'm not saying you're a bad guy. I'm just saying you're not right for her. Right. All the dates end and Danny has to fill out just like Kaylin did a sheet of like, yes, they're a go. They're a no go. Mm -hmm. She writes down her top picks and they're John, who's the aerospace engineer. Mark, Mm -hmm. who looks like Pink Panther or not Pink Panther. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not Pink Panther. (laughs) Not Pink Panther. Black Panther. (laughs) He is not Jacques Cousteau. He is. He's Marvel. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's my bad. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. That just came out so natural. It just flowed and you were going to go with it. came out i couldn't suck it back in i was like that's not the one." Oh, oh. my gosh <laughs> tears <laughs> that's going as a reel i'm just saying <laughs> that's okay that's okay that's my posthumous autobiography moment <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Oh my gosh, my apologies, Mark. Oh my gosh, I do have tears. I need to dry them up. Oh. Oh. oh and I love Black Panther. I love it, but and I also I love, love Pink, Pink Panther. Panther. <laughs> Steve Martin is Pink Panther's classic. Oh Absolutely. my god. No one else will ever compare as far as Pink Panther Uh, goes, but... (laughs) Good Lord. Okay, collect it. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so Mark, Black Panther, not Pink Panther, and a Don who is studying animation and graphics in college. I'm done! (laughs) On to the (laughs) boat! God. Oh, sweet Sabode. Oh, sweet Sabode. Great way to break it up. Uh, <laughs> so Rachel is coming over to meet everyone. Um, and his, so it's Sabode, his mom and dad, and his sister. He's really excited and he's like, yes, I can't wait to have her come over and all of that. Um, but they are, they remind Sabode that she is technically not his girlfriend officially, that they are just dating. And they mm-hmm. explain that having a girlfriend is a relationship. And and he asks if he can kiss her on the lips. And his sister says, let's talk about this in the other room. Like, we're not going to talk I about know. this in front of mom and dad, which I'm like, yeah. that is a sister right there. Uh-huh. Um, but his sister reminds him that it's polite to ask permission first. And he really wants Rachel to be his girlfriend. So... I um, am excited to see where this one goes. We'll see, right? It'll carry we'll, on. We'll see. Put a pin in that. And yeah, we're back with Danny. She's sitting in her room. She's drawing and she gets a phone call. And it's the lady from the speed dating event to let her know she's made a match with Mark and Adon. And she's mm-hmm. really, really excited. So we'll she see is. who she goes out with, which one she picks. But right. we're taking it back to Steve. 
Steve is looking for someone who is warm, accepting, understanding, down to earth, and not into material things. All great qualities. Absolutely. And of course, this hurts because he says, you know, rejection is the worst. It is the worst. But I really do feel like in experiences like that, we learn to grow. We learn to find where our strong parts are and watch who we become from those rejections. And we learn from them. Absolutely. Steve is preparing for his date with Connie. Connie was um, our friend who liked his profile, who had a shaved head mm-hmm. on her pic- on one of her pictures. She's older. She's super cute. She's got pink hair. She is. Yeah, very she, fun. Yes. She loves sci-fi and rats. Mm-hmm. She does not like roller coasters and carbonated drinks. Are you a carbonated drink person? So I don't drink a lot outside of water, but I will tell you, yeah. I love Coke and I have to limit myself. Like I keep Cokes in the outside fridge so then I will not be tempted to drink one every day. But if I've got a headache or if I just need a pick me up in the afternoon, Coke is my go-to. So maybe like once a week, once every two weeks yeah. kind of thing. What about you? I could get, I could get behind an A&W root beer. I drink mostly, I just drink water with some of the crystal light in it. Because mm-hmm. the citrate helps with kidney stones. If you're if yeah. you have kidney stones, this is a one of those the more you know. Drink citrate, it will help to break up those kidney stones. But I love it. I, I I drink a ton of water, but on the rare occasion and I don't buy them very often because I don't have any self control, but I do love <laughs> me some A and W root beer. It's the best. I like it. It is. It has just enough I, bite to it. Mm. Bite and yeah, smooth. Yeah, just enough. Just enough sweetness to get me through. And usually I'll get like the mini can so it's not too much. Yes. Yeah. Do the same. Yeah. Back to our friends here. Connie, she was born in San Francisco and wants to know if Steve watches Star Trek. He does not, but tells Steve that San Francisco is home of the Starfleet Academy. I, I've never watched Star Trek, so I don't know what any of that means. Uh, so more, more power to her. Mm-hmm. More power to her, uh, but Steve has not not a clue. He has he, he right. has He's no like, idea what she's talking no about. Right? Yeah, but she's also made it a point to have her kids in San Francisco because of due that. to yeah Star Trek due to due to the Star Trek headquarters. Look, there are people. I mean, we've seen it. People are quite the fans of Star Wars, Star mm-hmm. Trek. There is a following. There is a mm-hmm. whole community behind these shows and these movies. He wants to go down by the water and see the sea lions because there's a whole bunch. They're all basking in the sun. They're up on the... Uh, look, this is what freaks me out, though, because where there's sea lions, there's the predators that eat them. I'm just well, saying. Like, I'm, and you're talking about San Francisco. There have I been know. sharks in the bay there, so... Great whites. I know. Yeah. Like, there are crazy people who swim from Alcatraz back to San Francisco in those shark-infested waters. Some I'm people okay swim in cages. Like, they'll swim in the cages. Like, the, the cages will be attached to boats. And then uh-huh. they'll swim within the cages just to protect themselves. I'm sorry. That thing no. can still shoot up from the water and get you. You are not protected. Mel! I'm just saying. No. I'm keeping it real here. I'm keeping it real. Oh, my God. That's another fear. 
Look, I'm not well, going on the water to see him eat anyways. To swim swim. from Alcatraz to San Francisco. Can you oh, imagine? I, I need to look up how many miles that is, but that just seems miserable. That is not a, a fun. That's not something on my bucket list I want marked off. No, and it's cold water. It's the Pacific. Mm-mm. It's very cold. And you have to wear a black wetsuit. And guess what you look like? You look like a, a freaking seal. seal. You look like a snack. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'm not setting myself up for that. No way. I'm not going down like that. <laughs> Jeez. But a couple of the sea lions are fighting. Well, they're like, they got their heads like, like they're like (laughs) fighting. I don't know how to describe it. They're like, they got their necks up to each other and they're like not biting each other, but they're basically like. I wish that you guys could see this (laughs) I'm like trying to, to mimic it. Like we're not YouTube here, but I'm trying to like, how do I describe the the fighting here <laughs> they're like rubbing chests and neck to each other and they're like i'm not gonna bite you this but if you go for me i'm gonna go be a reel on our page so please come check it out because tess is God. very very <laughs> i'm animated today what it's like yes she's got pink panthers and and, and seal sea lions <laughs> right oh my god well i mean i don't know how do you describe that like what's a good like I don't know. I don't even know. They're like chest bumping each other, like but with their chest, necks, like Ugh. and like rubbing up, like rubbing up on each other. And I can't tell if they're <laughs> fighting or what. But even Steve goes, <laughs> Steve says, "Well, maybe these two are about to make love." And it's kind of like <laughs> awkward a little bit. Like she kind of yeah. just like, oh, okay. She was like, oh, that was not what I was thinking you were gonna say. No, no. Like <laughs> I would just think that they were fighting for like space on the. Sure. On the dock. But sure. he could be right. He could be right. I have no clue. I don't know how that works either. Yeah. But so far, she's liking him. And the date is going better than expected. They mm-hmm. board this tiny, cute little boat. It's green. And it's even called the Emerald Lady. And they get ready to take a cruise around the bay. I love it. I want to do that. I, I know. Do it. Let's well, go. But now you got me freaked out with the small boats and stuff. Like, what if they jump up on the boats? No, they're not killer whales here. Killer whales jump up on boats? Killer whales jump out of the water, homie. Have you not seen? But so, but so do great white free sharks. Free Willy? Though. I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I've seen Free Willy. But sharks <laughs> do that same thing. They'll throw their prey up into the air. They'll jump. No, I don't think they're going to I'm telling be you. I believe okay. you. I believe okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on over to Abby. Um, Kian asks asks her something along the lines of what she looks forward to in her future or what she's looking for. And she said she doesn't want to be alone. Again, this is a commonality that we are seeing among mm-hmm. each person. She does not want to be alone yeah. and she wants to find someone so she feels safe. And isn't, I mean, yes, yeah. I can relate to does. that. Yes. Yeah. So if you remember from the previous episodes, her and David have been seeing each other. And they went to a couple of on a they've been on a couple of different dates, but this time they are taking a date at the beach or having a date at the beach and he's there waiting for her. She brings her dog Clementine and David mm-hmm. brings her another gift. So he is the gift that keeps on giving. Like he is. Truly, he alone he, is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yes, yes. And he is playing into I don't know if you are familiar with um the love languages, but he is playing into gift giving. So I wonder if he enjoys gift receiving because he likes to give gifts. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm a gift giver. I don't like to receive as much of I gifts. am the same way. I'm the same way. I like to give gifts for sure. So, yeah. yeah. But it just brings her happiness. And I think that he also sees that too. Um, because he brings her that another gift. And it's a stuffed leopard from their visit at the Lion, Tigers, and Bears Center. And mm-hmm. um, he also gives her some gummies because he says they're sweet like her. So mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cute because he's kind of hinting at wanting to share those gummies. Um, but I she know. said she doesn't want to spoil her dinner and uh-huh. that he can go get his own. And I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> I can agree with that. I don't like to share my stuff sometimes either. Okay. Right. So right. it was sweet, though, because he's he's very kindly hinting, like, I would really love to share those gummies with you. And she's like, those mm. look delicious. Yes. <laughs> so it was cute. But uh, he starts talking about sharks. and I know. Um, <laughs> God, I, I and, just need to do like exposure therapy. You do. I just need just, to do it. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, <sighs> but Abby says that lions, sharks, and grizzly bears are dangerous. And yes, I Agreed. love that you categorized all of them in the same. Agreed. So David says, what? about we have an adventure together then talks about taking her to italy and africa and she also says let's also go to paris and to england and uh i love it Mm -hmm. i could envision it yes absolutely and so they get to talking about their future and david wants to make his own theme park and abby wants Mm -hmm. to take care of little kids and so he tells her he's like you can come and visit the world that he's making. So I think that that's kind of his invitation into his his life and yeah. um, planning for the future there. So I really love them as a couple together. They complement each other well. I, I look forward to giving you an update on them. You know what I love about Abby so much that she wants to take care of kids is that Abby would never do what that daycare did to her. And she yes. would accept every single one of those children. Yes. And 100%. No matter how they come to her. 100%. So it's kind of like, I'm going to do what you should have done, and I'm going to accept every single one of those kids, because you know that she would. Absolutely. That's and just that says a lot so honorable. she is. Like, just making mm-hmm. it right and and loving everyone despite their differences. Yep. That's true. Good on you, That's Abby. Fair. I know. Sweet, sweet girl. We are back with Steve and Connie as they are cruising on the Emerald Lady around the bay. She mm-hmm. mentions in one of her photos that her head was shaven because she said, I don't know if you noticed that my head was shaved in one of the photos. And he said, oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember the picture. And she saved it right before COVID to cut her hair. And then after she did that, her freaking boyfriend broke up with her. Mm-hmm. So now she's like stuck as a freshly single woman with a head shaved. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, though? You embrace that. That was during COVID. We were all doing things out of the norm during COVID. Yeah. She said it was for it was a COVID experiment for her. Absolutely. She pulled it off. She has the perfect shaped head. I don't think I could pull off a shaved head. I'm not going to find out. But, you know, just like some people just look really, really good with a shaved head. Sure. And she did. She looked really, really cute with a shaved head. Steve tells her that he loves kids, but never has been able, has never married. And has, so he hasn't been able to have kids of his own. Connie brings up the fact that in Steve's profile, he had said something about he does a great Paul McCartney impression. Yeah, you mentioned in your profile that they could do a good Paul McCartney impression. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I love just, you know, hanging out on the Emerald Lady. <laughs> 
With Connie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually really cute. That's really cute. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much. We love it. I was laughing because he actually I did a really good job. loved it. He absolutely did. And we are Paul McCartney fans. Okay, we went and saw him in oh, yes. Los Angeles. He is a king. Uh -huh. But... I He's was a like, king for sure. I wrote down that he did a smashing impression. I was very impressed. He did. He did, and she was giggling throughout. I was laughing because he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, too. he did the hand impressions and everything. He just sounded just like him. He did. It was so great, and it was such a fun, easygoing moment for him, and he was yeah. in it too. He was in his moment, in his element. But Steve gets to drive the boat. So the mm -hmm. captain calls him and says, would you guys like to drive the boat? And he said, he comes up and the captain puts one of those little captain hats and, and Steve goes, oh, you are a king. And I'm like, that is the best compliment that this guy's gotten. I know. And and uh, Steve's driving the boat and he says, this thing drive like a Volvo? And he goes, actually, it is a Volvo. Yes. And Steve's like, well, look at there. You know, he's excited. <laughs> he figured out it was a Volvo. It was just a simple guess and he got it. But Connie comes and joins him up at the wheel, and they're both getting to drive together. She's got her captain's hat on. Steve's got his captain's hat on. And they're just having a great, great time. Mm -hmm. The captain of the boat actually points out that there's some porpoises in the distance. They kind of look like dolphins. I think that they have smaller fins and mm -hmm. smaller or longer snouts. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Steve is just, he's so excited. He's so happy that he got to see them. And, of course, Steve pulls the Steveism with his play on words. And he tells Connie, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that on porpoise. <laughs> Classic Steve. I right? love it. Classic. They get back to land and Steve gives Connie a compliment. He tells her, you are a wonderful conversationalist. <laughs> I <laughs> Never change, what. Steve. No, never change. I love it. She cracks up at him and Connie, she goes, well, Steve, the date still leaves me Stevie wondering about you. Look at her. She's catching on. She's catching on <laughs> to the Steve-isms. she's playing into something that he enjoys. And I was, I was proud of that. I was like, way to go, Connie. She wants to get to learn more about Steve and he isn't catching on to what she's asking him. She's basically hinting at like, I would like to have a second date with you. And Kian, our producer, he even intervenes and tells Steve, I think what Connie's trying to say is she would like to see you again. Mm -hmm. And Steve says, oh, okay. And he kind of hesitates a little bit. And he just tells her he would like to think about it before giving her a yes. I'm like, oh, Steve. I know. Poor Connie. I know. But you know what? It's, what? he's, he's got to, he's got to feel it too. And I know, I know. But she was so sweet and she was easygoing. She was. But I get but it. Yeah, he's got to be happy and in love and and excited about it too. And not that's not a diss to Connie in any way, shape, or form. But no, I you know I'm glad that he he did not commit to something he wasn't 100 percent sure about. I guess, I guess, I think that he could definitely be friends with her. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he tells us that Connie was very interesting, but she isn't really his type. But she's enjoyable. So he gives the he gives the compliment sandwich, right? So he, he right. just says, you know, she's very interesting. Not really his type, but she's enjoyable. So I do right. think if nothing else, they could be friends. Right. I don't Absolutely. know. We'll see. We'll see. see for Steve. We've got Danny. Danny would like to share a common interest in animation would be a bonus with somebody. Mm -hmm. 
Danny is meeting up with Adon. So we figure out Adon is the guy that she called up. Or fig- mm-hmm. Yeah, she matched up with Mark and she matched up with Adon. But Adon is who she's going out with. An official, I guess you would say, official first date, right? Really right. the long, dis- yeah, the long time frame. She says that he isn't as attractive as her other dates, but he's okay to look at. I'm like, uh, what? You think he's, I think he's cute. I think he is cute. He's attractive. He's got, you know, he he yeah. has great qualities. Absolutely. Right. She looks like a million bucks, though. She really does. She's in this beautiful, she is quite breathtaking. She is. She's absolutely beautiful. She is. If you watch the show, you need to watch her on this part. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's got an infectious personality as well, but she does look quite, quite lovely in this, on this date. Mm -hmm. Danny is waiting a while and I'm starting to think that maybe she's going to get stood up, right? Didn't I was it make thinking it like, the same thing. Yeah, because like we it, go from she was day there to when night. it was light. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, like oh, how man, long was she waiting? He's not coming. I know. I know. And it doesn't say how long she was waiting, which I wish it would have. I don't know. But it had to have been certain amount, like at least a half hour, I would think, for it to go from day to, to night like that. I would think so, too. But Adon, he shows up and they're at a Japanese restaurant. You know, they exchange their compliments to each other, and she wants to know how important personal hygiene is to him. And he says it's extremely important, not only for you, but also for the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. Great point. Agreed. And she likes that, right? She's She was right. big on hygiene. Hygiene was important to her. Hygiene and animation, they're big to her. She asks him a very serious question, and that is if he would hold her purse if she were on a red carpet so she could take photos. Great question. Great question. How often is she on red carpets, though? I don't know. But you know what? That was something that was prominent on her mind. She needed to Mm -hmm. figure out if that was going to be an issue. So I'm glad she asked it. Yeah. And he said, of course. Of course I'll do it. He'll hold it for her so she can get her pictures. She wants to know what he's looking for in a partner. And he wants someone who is supportive. He wants someone who's kind, not afraid to speak their mind, and someone who's willing to talk about serious subjects. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, when you have something, when you have a diagnosis of something, it's not always the easiest topic to bring up and it can be very serious. Sure. So you have to be able to have those conversations with somebody and it, for it to be serious and be taken serious, right? You can mm-hmm. have lighthearted topics, Absolutely. but there are also those serious ones, right? Because you do, I mean, it is, certain people don't like to talk about heavy stuff. It's uncomfortable. Right. People don't like to live in that, in that zone, but I think Danny can talk about those things, can be all of those traits. I agree. These are all traits that Danny's also looking for, including seductive looks. I mean, she, she just she wants, <laughs> and that's okay. Look, she, she goes for it. She, I mean, look, she has said that the looks aren't everything, but I think in some way they are important to her. That's fine. I agree. That's fine. You know, I mean, you've got to be physically attracted to somebody as well as emotional attraction. Too. Absolutely. He says it's perfect. You never judge a book by its cover. And it's very reminiscent to him of Beauty and the Beast. How with Gaston. Gaston is an extremely good looking guy, but he is a horrible person on the inside. Right. right. His insides do not match the outsides. And she sure. says it's the same with Shrek. You know, Again, he's this big ogre, but he's a perfect analogies. person. I know. They're great, I love them. They? Because I can see it. I can relate. Thank you for putting it in perfect terms. Yeah, but that's those are the morals of those stories that people, that Disney is trying to teach, right? Like, right. yeah, Gaston's great and everything. We don't judge the book by its cover. The Beast is this big, horrible beast bleak, of a man. Beast, right? Essentially, yeah. yeah, yeah. But 
can actually be very sweet and very kind and very loving. So yeah, she relates it to Shrek as well because Shrek is this big ogre, but he's very sweet inside. And it turns out that Fiona doesn't choose her human side. She chooses the ogre side because she loves him so much. Great analogies all around. So we move back over to Sabode and Rachel comes to meet his family at his house. He introduces her to his family and to, you know, his sister, his parents. And um, Sabode then shows Rachel his travel cards and tells her, you know, like, yeah, when you go here, then you're going to need this card. And when you go here, you're going to need this card. And um, Rachel then says, you know, like, oh, we both like to to dance. And the, this, the conversation kind of goes a little all over the place. But it's okay because they, they find commonalities and they still discuss the things that they enjoy. Um, so they're talking about liking t- how Rachel likes to dance and Sabode does too. And he says he wants to dance romantically. And I'm like, okay, Sabode. Yeah. Yes. Take her on a romantic date and dance with her romantically. I like it. Um, yeah. But they go to have lunch or, or dinner, I'm not sure. But he said he made pad thai for her, which is her favorite. And if you rewind to the past couple episodes, they talk about, they both talk about their love for cooking. So I thought that this was mm-hmm. extra special that he went further to make her what she wanted, um, what she enjoys. That means he's listening. He is. He's listening. He's internalizing it. And he's figuring out how to make it happen. So good on you, Sabode. Um, But Sabode's mom said that he has not dated prior to Rachel. So she is extra special. And that just, Rachel's face just beams. Like, she's so excited about that. She's like, all right. I know. That makes me feel good. Which Sabode's mom says that that, uh, her and her husband never dated. They actually had an arranged marriage. And that's common for their culture. And mm-hmm. they had initially met and were married 15 days later, which is, mm. that's wild. Fast. That is wild. Fast. That is so fast. And, um, you know, then she, she proudly said, but, you know, we've been married for 35 years and, and that's something that we're happy with and excited about. And so she just goes to explain to Rachel that they don't, none of them have experience with dating. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. But, um, so they move on from dinner and Sabode and Rachel go outside in the backyard and and he shows her his garden and the cactuses that are there and she loves it and mentions that she loves meeting his family. And then this part kind of ends with Sabode saying that he has a question to ask Rachel and then boom, done, over. I'm like, uh, <laughs> why'd you got to cut it like that? Like, don't bits. leave me hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, we're back with Steve, though. Steve's on his bench. He just finished his date with Connie, and he calls his assistant Show Ray. He says, you know, Connie had a lot of questions, and those questions allowed Steve to go on an adventure. Mm -hmm. He knows Connie is interested in seeing him again, but he isn't certain the chemistry is there. Show Ray reminds him that he still has a good time on these dates and that above anything else, these are experiences. These are experiences for him to take on to future dates, and he's able to grow through these experiences. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So then it kind of cuts back to Savode again, and he asks Rachel if she wants to be his girlfriend. And she says, well, of course. And Uh he asks her if he can kiss her on the cheek, and she says yes. He was so excited, and they hug, they kiss, and 
And she kind of said, she's like, I was just so surprised and thought that he was never going to ask me. So Mm -hmm. this is a first time relationship, a first boyfriend for Rachel and of course, Sabode's first girlfriend. And they come inside holding hands and Sabode shares that Rachel is now his girlfriend officially. And his family is just so happy for them. It was, it was great. So Rachel Mm -hmm. said that she feels like she's part of their family now and said that, um, they are part of hers now. Sabode's mom hugs both of them and kisses them both on the head. And his dad does the same, which we don't really see a lot of his dad. So it was such a tender moment. But his mom starts crying and and said that. Today I'm crying because every little thing has to be celebrated. And this is a huge celebration. Every little thing I celebrate for him. I'm so happy. All right. They're just so happy and they want to celebrate them and their relationship. And and his dad was also teary eyed and the mom's crying. And it's just you can just feel the excitement. You can feel that they were so happy for both of them. Mm -hmm. And they were so accepting of Rachel and just they just opened their arms and were like, welcome. You know, so it was it was such a beautiful moment that I was really happy for because they both deserve they both deserve love. They both deserve happiness. And no. I think that they found that in each other. So it's such a sweet, wonderful moment. And I think mm-hmm. it's it's they're just so happy that he has somebody. Yes. I mean, we all want that for our kids. Okay. I think the biggest moment from that was that the dad has not said anything up to this no. point. And he's always had right. a very serious look on his face. This man was overcome with emotion yeah. when Sabode came in and said that he and Rachel were official. He walks up and he and he hugs her and he hugs him and it's just it, it just goes to show you that through love we get mm-hmm. these very real raw and vulnerable moments and and that interaction that he had with his dad. And it was just yes. it was very sweet and that just goes to show that they all were rooting for him and are rooting for them as a couple yeah. now. Yeah, and I love it was that sweet. his dad showed that emotion too because he did seem so serious and I was like okay you kind of don't know does he approve of Sabode dating does he not like is he excited about Rachel is he not and so I think that that was it was a very powerful moment just very sweet yes. that he just embraced her as as yeah the, part of their family just accepting of them yeah that, that's yeah. basically what it is we accept you into our lives mm-hmm Well, love is in the air as well, and Danny is enjoying her date with Adon. She wants someone who is independent, supportive, understanding, and able to manage finances. Mm -hmm. And he just, everything that she says, he agrees. Right. He says, I agree. That's that's important as well. She mentions she likes wasabi, and this reminds him of the time Mater, right? Is that his name from Cars 2 ate wasabi? Yes. And he's just... He's doing that imitation of Mater, and they're going through that whole thing, and she is cracking up at him, and he does a great job. She's just eating it up. Yeah, and he doesn't smile much, but he is smiling in this moment, Mm -hmm. making her laugh. Her laughing makes him smile. That's a great feeling, right? I feel like even though she does not find him seductive, they have a really great connection. I know. They do. They really have a, a good connection. She asks him what the worst date he has ever been on. And he tells her he actually hasn't been on any dates before. And Danny is his first date. She, on the other hand, has been on a lot of dates. She points that out to him. She goes, oh, yeah. I've been on a lot of dates. Yeah. She's kissed a lot of frogs. That's what she's sure. had to tell us before. 
Mm-hmm. The worst for her was a guy who only ate chicken and beans. That's all he ever, that's all he ate. Wasn't much of a variety there. Right. He says what she has accomplished in her life is incredible and it gives him hope for the future, which is, I mean, hello. I'm just going to say it. What a king. What a king. What a king. These are, I mean, these are all great points he's bringing to Danny. Yeah. He said that she has been very inspirational for him. And I'm like, "Ah." hello. And he just met her. Yes. But all the things that she's overcome has been just, like you said, inspirational. And it gives him hope that he will have the same outcome for his future. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They're exchanging goodbyes. And she asks him out for a second date. He agrees. And they give a hug goodbye. She gives the interview. She said, "I'm no kiss on the first date, right? She's trying to keep right. it. Yeah, she's keeping very focused this time right. as opposed to like what she did with, with uh, Solomon. I like Adon for her. She was strong and, and she didn't give the kiss on the first date, but she did also ask him out on the second date. So hopefully there's potential there. I don't know. We'll, right. we'll see. Uh, so we move it back to Abby and... David, it's Christmas time. David comes over for Christmas. They decorate gingerbread houses together. They toast to their gingerbread houses, which I didn't happen to see if it was champagne or sparkling cider, but Abby was not a fan. 10 out of 10. She was making faces. It was wine. Okay, so it was wine. She was not having it. His was not. Yeah, no. Oh, she was like, ugh. Yeah, she was not her favorite. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they toast to their gingerbread houses while Abby's fell but David's stayed up. And you just see her mom trying to, like, piece it back together for her. It was I really know. sweet. David he, did a great job. He did do a great job. His was looking really great with all of his candies yeah. put on it. Uh, mm-hmm. But he got her a present from Las Vegas, and it's a necklace with a heart. And they kiss on the lips. They're sitting outside together. And mm-hmm. she got him a bag of his favorite sweets because he's so sweet to her and treats her well. And I'm like, oh, oh. God. I love you guys. That's it. I love I'm it. done. I'm melted. Yeah. I am a puddle at this exactly. point. Exactly. She also got him a lion beanie. It's bright mm-hmm. red beanie with a lion mm-hmm. logo on it that he wore immediately. He's like, this is great. He's like, this keeps mm-hmm. my head and my ears warm and I am about this. So he asks very kindly if she wants to be his girlfriend and she says yes she's like do you want to be my boyfriend and he's like yeah they both say yes and they kiss and they go inside to tell her mom and her mom is just so excited she's just happy for them and kian the producer he asks her mom how she feels about it and she kind of starts getting choked up and she's like I'm just speechless and she's like that this is this is such a gift and she's so happy for both of them she's grateful that Abby found somebody to love her the way she is and for her to find someone that she loves just as much so um, then it kind of just ends from there and 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 we're wrapped up with um, with all of these amazing new friends that we've we've come to know on this show so from there it it pops up with pictures of each person or or videos I should really quick videos and it starts talking about where people are now so yeah we get some on-screen text uh just kind of a follow-up with where our friends are it says Danny reunited with Solomon I was shocked I was shocked by that she liked him a lot though so I wasn't surprised that she came back to him They actually had become a couple but have since broken up. 
And she actually has another date planned with Adon at a comic convention. So they do come back together. That's great. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get like follow-up, follow-up later on just to see where they're at. We do follow them on Instagram so we could kind of see their lives. Yeah. But we also get Steve. He is happy to have started his dating journey and he's hoping he will one day find love. Me too, Steve. I hope that for you, Steve. We are Mm -hmm. excited for you. We hope that for you. And she's out there. So keep, don't, don't uh-huh. give up hope. Don't give up. Nope. Okay. So we get to Kaylin. Brace yourself. And mm-hmm. brace yourself because I am, I am ticked. So <laughs> Kaylin and Peter had a second date planned, but this fool canceled mm-hmm. on her. He sure and they did. haven't seen each other again. And I tell you what. Uh-huh. The audacity of this man. The rage that I felt. When I read that, uh-huh. because I thought that they truly had a genuine connection. He yeah. said all the right things to the camera, but mm-hmm. come to find out, he can't handle her greatness. So, nope. We're Go done find with you, less. Peter. Go find yeah. less. We are done with you. You're missing Sayonara. out on a really amazing, a really amazing girl. And shame on you. Yeah. She was vulnerable with you. And you asked about her disability. So if you cannot handle that, again, go find less. Yeah. You're a jerk. Bye. You're a jerk, Peter. Mm-hmm. You are. So uh, it then shoots over to Sabode and Rachel, and they're still together. And they're looking forward to traveling the world together. And I mm-hmm. love it. I-, I love it. I know. I hope they do. I hope that they travel and go to all the places that on a honeymoon adventure that Sabode wanted to go with. James and Emma, they met up again for Halloween. They remain friends, and James continues to search for love. Yeah. It's out there again. James, for you, it's Mm -hmm. out there. So she's there waiting. Yes. Uh, So then the last couple that we come to is back to Abby and David, and they are still a couple, and their families have become close. And you could see all of their families just joining in together in the background. And they can't Mm -hmm. wait to visit the lions in Africa together. And I'm telling you what, I can't wait to see it, too, because they have such a beautiful yeah. relationship as well. So uh, that concludes. I just don't want her to forget that we are having that girls cruise where we're going to ha- go to the water park. Yeah. And then we're also going to see the lions and stuff. Oh, yeah. and we're going in on an In-N-Out picnic hike. All of those things. So, Abby, when you see this, call us up. We will fly to California. Uh-huh. Yep. We will do all the things. And we will just have girl time. So tell us about David. Tell us about all of the great yeah. things that you guys are doing. So, That's right. uh, But yeah. that concludes Love on the Spectrum, the first season. I do hope that they come out with more seasons because I want to keep up with all of them. Um, but thanks for yeah. following along. We have enjoyed thanks, this guys. series. Yeah, like I said, it was a it was a wonderful palate cleanser. It was. It just was, it was so good. It was good to stay, you know, kind of like get away from the drama Really, Mm -hmm. you know, because we had a lot of drama with Love is Blind. And we have, I'm sure, going to be a ton of drama with our next show. Speaking of what we're going to be talking about next is going to be a show called Twin Love. It is going to be hosted by none other than Brie and Nikki, formerly known as Bella, but now go by Garcia, their original last name. And it's a show about twins who are going to be dating other twins. And they're going to be splitting up those twins to date multitude of people 
and we will see where this leads us. I am very excited to get into too. that. And I am too. Um, it's a new show, so I've never, I don't know anything about it. Nobody does. It's brand new. And we'll see. We'll see if we like it and what it, oh gosh, what's in, t- what's in store for us. But I'm sure it's going to be a lot of drama. Yeah, I'm sure. So follow along. Come and find us on all the social channels, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And you can even send us an email at pourtheteapodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear um, about how you enjoyed Love on the Spectrum and what you're looking forward to with Twin Love as well. So come and find us. Give us a hello. And yeah, any recommendations that Absolutely. you guys have for dating shows? We, we love these kind of things and... You know, it's right. We're we're easy to, you know, judge these people from an outside perspective, but we also can can help to relate with these people as well. We get it. The sure. struggle's real. It's Absolutely. it's not easy out there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So follow along, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. We All love right, you. Bye. For years, dating was impossible because we prioritized our twin over ourselves. We're looking to help these identical twins find the love they're looking for. We are going to be splitting you up into two identical houses with zero communication. Oh. Oh. To see if you and your twin date the same twin set. My sister and I've never really dated. We're each other's relationships. Not healthy and to see if you can prioritize your love life instead of theirs. This house is in charge of eliminations tonight. The person who is not selected by a partner must collect their twin in the other house and both will be be going going home home tonight. Wow. There's one girl that catches my eye. She looks like she wants to kill me and I'm like, that's the girl. It's gonna be double the sexy. Do I have to worry about myself or do I want to make my twin fall in love? Double the drama. You cheated. I'm in a love triangle. Bro! And double the love. Welcome to Twin Love.